The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 246 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this episode, we're going to call it Giorgio and the Dragon for very obvious reasons. It's not like there are any big debuts, right? Uh, so that's what we're going with today. Of course, we're also playing SKC, so it ain't right unless we have the full squad assembled to make this episode happen. So let me introduce my crew today. We've got Bam, we've got Tony, and we have Araceli. Araceli, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Just trying to stay cool over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's it's a, a team effort, except for Bam over there living in winter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough out there. That's for sure. And I'll like throw it over to Bam. Bam, are you freezing over there? Yeah, at the moment, it's quite nice. Sun's out. It's a nice 64 degrees, but in the mornings, it's been very cold. Like the other morning, we got down to I think 27 degrees at like 8.30 in the morning, so it was a bit chilly. You fully realize that Araceli's laughing at you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand completely. I expect it. She's like, that's a nice summer day. <laughs> it's springtime. Yeah, and then, Tony, I see you there. How you doing, sir? Doing pretty well. A little heat exhausted um been pl pretty much like cutting down palms today and it was just a hot one in simi valley for the day so nice cool weather up here but still i can't wait for skc to see how that weather goes moving forward yes and araceli has told us off air and she'll tell you guys now the conditions for the skc match are looking pretty dire uh, Araceli, what were the what were the, what was the forecast for this weekend? Because oof, that's evil. <laughs> well, to be fair, the forecast has been climbing every day. Because at the beginning of this week, it was reading about 101, 102, and it's currently at 104. It's projected to go up to even maybe 105. And right now, currently at 11:32 p.m., we have 58% humidity outside. So if you get that humidity during the day, combined with the high temperature, it's not going to be fun for anyone. But they might as well play at 10 o'clock at night just to, to make it work. But that is, that is crazy. Well, thankfully, there's a few days for the guys to train here and stay out of that madness. Um, and hopefully we get some miracle and things get normal. Or they do have it start a little bit later. For me, I am back. I know I missed last episode. Sorry, guys, about that. I got the souvenir that you never want to get from going to a soccer match. Yeah, that one. Uh, and so yeah, I've been down and out and going through it. But it's done. I'm back. Back to normal. Back to work as well. You know, doing our thing, getting back into it, and uh, getting ready to support for another match. Yes, it'll be a watch party for most of us. There are a few brave souls that I did see already buy their tickets, and we'll be going to SKC, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Of course, there was some news, so we're going to jump into that first. That's where we get Tony into the mix. Tony, there's a new face in training, isn't there? Yes, we uh, signed a um, new midfielder after also getting rid or confirming, not confirming, because we haven't announced that he's leaving, uh, Janela back to Uruguay, but we acquired uh, Sebastian Mendez. And so we honestly got him for uh, uh, 
up to, and this is what we'll have to say this because up to 70, 750K GAM, they are guaranteed 300K uh, guaranteed GAM. And then moving forward, there's going to be some initiatives that if we re-signed them, they get this amount going into 2023 and also another amount going for 2024. But uh, Mendez is a 25-year-old uh, uh, midfielder, spent four years with Orlando. He's scored once across 72 games and 50, uh, 51 starts, and he's arriving from Independia de Vela from his from his home country. And also a national player, correct? Correct. So we now have three Colombians as we're getting rid of our Uruguayan. Ecuadorian. Oh, Ecuadorian. Sorry, my bad. Ecuadorian. Yeah, yeah. Ecuadorian. Sorry. Don't mess that up, man. No, no, oh, no. Because no. I was I was having a conversation with somebody about uh, Colombians at a bar last night. So I think I was trying to remember our Colombian people. So sorry about that, you guys. I, I did like the jokes from Dolo about uh, Mendez getting Chiqui to practice on time. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool to throw it in there. Of course, the gauntlet arrived, as it always does. Latif has a little too much fun with that. Um, I can't wait. I don't know. Why not? I don't know. I'll, I'll say Apoku's having more fun than Latif. Uh, he had some payback to give after his birthday run. That's for sure. I mean, when the boxing gloves come out, you know, you know, it could be trouble. So, uh, yeah, it's good to see him there. Uh, from what I'm gathering is, is Mendez fits in a role of more of a defensive midfielder. Uh, definitely giving Ilya a chance to breathe when necessary. And so we don't burn the man out before the playoffs. We now have a tandem that can go in or if tactics required, have two guys go defensive minded for a match and shut things down, which let's be honest against Nashville towards the end. And we'll talk about it. There might've been something that would have helped in the moment. So yeah, uh, definitely we get better options with him, which then of course brings us to the next conversation. The other player that we're rumored to get was, was Adrian fine. Um, from what I'm gathering, Tony, and what I've heard from from one of our friends is that he went back home. Um, nice. And so he's no longer in camp with us. He went back and it's being spun that his training session went so well that Byron's giving him a second look, which I kind of go, if he is, then wouldn't he be still in the United States on tour? Uh, so that's an interesting <laughs> little tidbit there. And and. Tilo, which we might see him one day on this episode. He runs the he runs the Dortmund podcast, one of the big Dortmund podcasts. Uh, he was he was talking to me about it, and it was definitely a you know deal over, go home. And I think the Sebastian uh, Mendez deal basically says who won the deal. So uh, yeah, I think that the, the story is written, so we can move on from that. It seems. Who knows down the line could get surprised by it, but it seems pretty obvious we've chosen our guy. Uh, outside of that, of course, was the big debut this weekend, Bam. Uh, you were watching from where you were at. Pretty good deal. We'll talk about the match more, but just quick impressions on Chiellini and Bale from you, sir. Um, perfect start for Chiellini. You know, he started the game, played some decent minutes, played really well, some great tackles, some smart tackles, which is good. You know, we all, we all seen the first couple of touches from Bale. Absolutely beautiful. But everyone keeps missing the attempted back heel by Vela after seeing Bale do it. Just wasn't quite in the in the same realm, that's for sure. Yeah. So I, I, I was getting a crack up when Bale came on. And it's not like Bale did anything super extra special. It was the fact that the minute he came on the field, the entire, like, Nashville plan went, 
rip it up, throw it away. Oh my gosh, we have to watch this guy. And it was very much like just double team him, double team him. We don't know what he can do. And it took Definitely. them a while to realize, well, he is human. And so they would actually start playing football again. But you could see very much that they were in a little bit of panic mode the minute he came onto the field. And to be honest, you already see the movement that he makes off the ball. He's definitely on another planet. Uh, looking for those openings, very active. The eyes are always in motion. He's looking where the next play is going to be. It's really entertaining to watch how he's kind of dissecting what the other side is going to do. Of course, he's still getting used to the side and what runs he really does need to make to fit in with the system that we're doing. But it doesn't take much to see that that, that Bale is Bale. And uh, it was really cool to see. You don't see that very off, uh, very often with a player where an entire system goes, oh, man, what do we do with this guy? And it was pretty cool to see the shock uh, to the game just by having him in the moment. So on my end, it was fun to watch. Tactically, a little bit sketched towards the end. But again, you're getting used to each other. Chiellini, though, let's be real. As each minute went by, he just got that much better. And that was fun to see as well. Um, Tony, your, your quick impressions just on what you saw from the debuts outside of the match itself. We'll get into that in a few. Um, it was a good um, Kaylini starting in a very humid uh, environment. It was very strange to him, as he mentioned in on the MVP podcast. As like He even had, like I guess, the uh, quote of the day of how hot it was in Nashville. Um, overall, good for him. Again, we'll talk about more moving forward. But also with Bale, it was honestly what we expected for someone who hasn't really been playing uh, consistently throughout the years. It was honestly the first touch was beautiful. It was it didn't connect, but it was that is what we can see moving forward. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, again, only one really fancy, fancy play. But for me, it was more of the. The mindset the acceptance, the the runs that were being made in the moment. And that is that of what we're seeing. He's not stationary at all. And so just to see that buy-in from him, the hustle, that's yeah, what we need, right? Just that one more weapon. As good as we've been, just one more weapon. Good times, that's for sure. So let's get into the match. Uh, really interesting to see the lineup. We knew that Chiki was going to be out for this game because of – of accumulation, right? We we're, we're, we're going to be without him. And so we knew we were going to be a little bit thin when it came to the outside backs, but is it really that thin with the players that we have? Not so much. So looking at the lineup, we had, we had Max in goal as we normally do. Chiellini gets his first start next to Murillo. I know a few of us were like, Ooh, okay. We'll see how this one works out. Uh, Escobar on the right, Hollingshead on the left in the mid, you had Sanchez in the middle. Uh, with Cifuentes and Acosta, kind of our classic midfield, right? Up top, Vela on the right, Arango in the middle, Apoco on the left. I don't think anybody here was surprised by seeing this lineup. It was kind of, except for Chiellini, yeah, you know, this is what you're going to see. This is who you expect. I guess Ibiaga was, you know, losing his spot to Chiellini. Not a whole big shock there, but at the same time, starting a player for the first time on the road in a stadium that should be a fortress, even though it's turning out not to be um, little gamble, minor gamble, but he is who he is. Uh, Araceli, you're looking at the lineup. What were your thoughts on this? In terms of LAFC, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I think it's to be expected for the longest time. We were hearing that Kalini and Bale were set to make their debuts, which they did. 
and I agree with everyone's um, thoughts on their debuts. I think they both did very well and kind of met our expectations. But in terms of the lineup, I mean, it's kind of, you know, to be expected, more or less. Uh, we had yeah. Crepu, you had Hollingshead, you had um, Vela and Arango and Mahala up front. I would like to see Fall. I'm kind of curious of what happened that we're not really seeing him as much. So Right, right. Maybe it's, it's just us. a roster rotation thing, but... Yeah, it's it's strange. Well, I mean, he's a kid, right? Right. He's young. We got lucky with him early. Maybe maybe that youthful uh, inexperience is starting to show up now, uh, especially with better better quality players coming in. They don't have to gamble on a kid anymore, right? Because you have these experienced players ready to go, and a guy like Ibiaga is now comfortable, you know, and Segura, right? It's just so hard how to figure it out. So uh, their lineup, we'll throw it back to Nashville, uh, 4 4 pretty standard, what you'd expect from them. Willis and goal, Zimmerman and Mayer in the middle. Uh, Lovitz on the left, Miller on the right. Uh, in the middle is Anunga and McCarty, the ageless one. I have to say I'm fully impressed with McCarty doing what he's doing at his age. Really awesome to see. Uh, you had Mule on the right, Leal on the left, but I, he was shift on the right too. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, and then Mukhtar and Sapong up, up top. I don't think you could really feel the better lineup for them. This looks typical, you know, Nashville and going up against us, it made perfect sense to go with what they had, which now brings it to the highlights of the match. I'm going to throw it to you, Tony. Uh, first half, give it to us, man. How did things go down? Um, so in the first half, um, Nashville came out swinging. Uh, they were very uh, aggressive, as Nashville is. Again, this is a team that is very um, scary up front. Again, Mukhtar is pretty much the candidate for MVP, sec- second in goals and everything like that. Am I, um, I was like, everyone's voice, am I roboting a little bit or no? What happened? Oh, okay. I thought my voice was roboting because everyone's voice was so oh, serious. No. Like, oh, okay. I was like, Whew. You're good. You're Sorry good. about that, you guys. Sorry. Like, again, went uh, cabin uh, internet. Um, so it was a very strong, uh, a very strong uh, first half from them. But as well, we came coming back in the tw- in like a couple more minutes as well, going into the first half co- with our own chances as well. It wasn't up until the twenty uh, seventh minute with a goal by Chicho. It was a uh, Hollings has with a Hollings has pass from the top of the box. Uh, Sifu dummies a pass to Chicho, and Chicho kind of had to like, like force that goal in. As you as you see him, he kind of had to like, like go past the defender and also kind of like almost like control the ball to get in past the keeper to put us up one uh, one nil. Again, well handled by all involved. Hollingshead, of course, playing on the left side where he's comfortable, just totally dangerous. Yet again, you can't write him off. You can't ignore him. Every time you do, it's at your own peril. So again, showing what we do as a system and Chicho being being Chicho, right? What a shock there. Exactly. Uh, it keeps going, of course. It looks like maybe things are going to smooth out for us, right? Settled in, good possession. Things are looking strong. And then a weird one-off play, right, Tony? 
Um, yeah, in the 43rd minute, and it has to go. We it's it's um is a penalty for Nashville, but leading up to it, how they got the penalty, um, it was off a corner kick. Ilya was pretty much caught with his pants down, is the best way to say it, because he ended up slipping and um pulls down Sa- uh, Pong off the corner mm-hmm. kick. He, as a defender, you're taught to kind of pull a little bit and try to get it close to you so the referee doesn't see it unfortunately for us and him it was a pretty much a good gap where he literally you could see him pulling the the shirt and pulls him down in the box it wasn't until var kind of caught it caught it and it was going back to it and for sure penalty and uh, Mukhtar puts it away yeah i mean my impressions from that straight away uh you could get away with it, but when you slip, then it becomes obvious. And there's that. And even if you let go too late, right? The jersey's mm-hmm. fluttering. It's it's done for. You see Chiellini on the play as well, also getting a good grab, I think, on Zimmerman. At first, I thought that was the one getting called back because it was more close to the play. But it is what it is. You get caught. It's too obvious. That's the rule. It's the obvious. You know, like mm-hmm. you can get away with stuff. But yeah, you looked ridiculous on the play, and and, and there goes that. Uh, very unfortunate because, let's be honest, if he doesn't grab him, he still's not a part of this play. It's going to Max. Max will take it. He'll toss the ball out. It won't even be an issue. But rules are the rules. We got caught. You got to move on. You got to stick with it. You got to keep playing. And so there we are. Uh, bam, no question, right? No, like it's one of those ones where – you sit back there as a fan and go, that's soft, but by the letter of law, it's a, it's a penalty. It's plain and simple. As I said, it's soft, but you got to go with what gets called there. There's no arguments. No, none at all. None at all. So we keep on going, uh, basically get to uh, halftime, right, Tony? Exactly. We have been to halftime and there was, we had one opportunity before, before to get it back, but unfortunately it was a, it was a nice shot to the front, but the keeper was easy, easy to get to it. So um, moving to the second half, um, we start off, honestly, 42nd, uh, 46th minute, a Vela on the top of the box with a floater pass to Hollingshead again, and he catches it with his head, push it, but unfortunately, and fortunately, hits off, the, hits off the post and finds it into the lap of Sifu, putting it up us back to up 2-1 impressions bam that that was very quick after the half and to be honest i wasn't expecting it i just sat back down after getting a halftime drink and went what we just scored again no i'll be honest man the hollingshead show continues and every time i see him play at left back i'm always amazed shouldn't be amazed i should expect it he was so prolific in in dallas playing in this role why should we should be surprised we shouldn't his comfort level of moving all the way into the box deep like it's nothing like yeah yeah it's what we do you know not a problem i'm good back there i'm covered to keep doing it so comfortably and go well they're ignoring me i'm gonna burn you now it's it's impressive to see it's fun to watch this this is your 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 ultimate attacking wing back type of mindset and again i love the liberty that he's allowed to take and the trust that our side has in him 
to get that deep into a play and, and just do the full buy-in. Uh, it, it's it's impressive. He could have possibly gotten another gold, right? Talking about my race between him and B-Rod. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an assist now, so I guess we can throw assists into the mix now, too. Uh, yeah, again, happy, loving to see it. You know, he's good either right or left. We're fine. I know great Escobar is it right, but it's really hard to keep Hollingshead off of the field when he keeps doing things like this. It's good. It's good. Uh, going on, what happens next, sir? Um, it's just a fight mostly. It, it's it kind of levels off. There's a couple more chances between the both of the teams. The of course the highlights that we need to talk to is because of what our show is called of this episode's culture. Ginny and the the dragon is at the uh, sixtieth minute. Uh, Kilini comes off for um, Segura, and there's actually a moment where uh Kilini and Segura have a moment, and it's um, he emphasizes more again back to the this. If you haven't listened to the uh, MVP podcast with Kilini, he kind of it was more in depth to it, but he Kilini's had the same injury that Suryar has. So it was kind of more of a hey, like you got this kind of thing, like you got this brother, don't even worry about it. Already again, simulate like going into the team and having the team culture that he has. And so on the other one is of course the big shiny moment, which every TV in the US, Wales, the world has been waiting for. In the 72nd minute, Arango comes comes out for Bale. Um, and then his first touch, of course, we, as we talked about it, was the uh, beautiful kind of scoop back pass that didn't lead to anything, but it was what we expected from him. And also his overall play during the game was very, like, his pacing was really well. His He was where the ball needs to be. He was always moving with the ball. So, again... The caliber is going to be there, unfortunately, for the fans there. And I say this just overall, he did not score. So he couldn't celebrate and everyone be there for his first MLS goal. I mean, in truth, he really didn't get the service needed to do that. And it seems like he played a lot deeper than I think most expected, mm-hmm. uh, to be to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was playing a role. He was trying to cover space. They're trying to get through this second half and get it done with. And, yeah, you can't just wait to get a goal, right? You have other things to take care of. We even saw in a breakout, he's starting way deep in our half, uh, not being the, the spearhead of the attack on it because, again, he's doing the dirty work that not everybody loves to do, but we need in the system that we play. Uh, so good on him for that. The touch was beautiful. Uh, seeing everybody freak out, that was fun <laughs> to see as well. The phones going everywhere and and people losing their minds. Uh, it's nice to be a part of this circus. I told you guys about the circus. Mm-hmm. You saw the circus finally come into town. So uh, good things. Now let's take the circus to Kansas City and do what we got to do. Uh, Bam, any any concerns from you after, you know, 60 minutes on? Was it looking like we might have given this one up? Uh, was there a real legitimate risk or something that we should have expected late? Um, to be honest, something we should have expected late. We knew that Obviously, Kalinic wouldn't be able to last the whole match and Bale wouldn't play the whole match. So getting them on there for some game time, it's always difficult playing in Nashville against Nashville, plain and simple. They never lie down. It was two goals, they're down, they always keep pushing and all that. So 
I was happy the way that we closed out the game, but at the same time, though, we can never just take a lead for granted, especially in the MLS these days. Right. And and again, we knew Nashville was going to be quality in this game. We knew they had the potential. Mukhtar is who he is. Uh, I was honestly surprised we got a shutout. I thought it was impressive that we got a shutout. Or not a shutout, I mean one. We allowed one. But uh, honestly, I thought we might have given it up more. Um, I, I really was expecting... A, a, a higher scoring battle with these guys, knowing that the weapons that both sides have, it didn't happen that way. Instead, it was as very, very tight, hard game. Good on them. You know, um, we got a result on the road and you can't ask for any more, especially in a brand new house where they should feel comfortable. Uh, you got one. You stole three points on the road. Be happy with it, especially with all the turnover and players that we had. All good things, that's for sure. Uh, Araceli, your mind, your your thoughts about the match? No, I thought the match went absolutely well. I mean, it could have ended worse, especially with Ilya's mistake. But the boys did what they did. It, they went in, they got the job done. And the only thing that I can really add to it is I did find it a little comical with Kalini and Bale uh, talking about the humidity and how they did not expect that type of weather during the post-match press conference. And I'm just thinking, wait till you come to KC. If you think that was bad, this is going to be worse. (laughs) Every European player, the travel and the weather. What? Yeah, this is the real America. Deal with it. Have fun with it. Um, Yeah, and these guys do play, what, in Mediterranean climates, right? I mean, they've, they've been around, but this is special. Yeah, the south, the real south. Uh, yeah, and so there you go. Now moving on to <clears throat> top three for this. Uh, Bam, how are the votes going? And I guess we should toss it out there on our top three, shouldn't we? Uh oh, Bam's mic's down. There we go. There we go. Um, from the fans, there was a lot of Hollingshead love, which is good to see. Um, there was a, a little bit of love for Max, Rilo, uh, Kalini got some love, but the top three were the Chicho, Sifu, and Vela from the fans. They were the top three from the fans. For me, personally, I went three votes Sifu. I think his, his runoff to play and all that was great. Uh, two votes Murillo. I thought he had a great game, and one vote to Hollingshead. Excellent, excellent. Um, I haven't even given you mine, have I? There we go. Uh, all right, so looking at what I saw, um, definitely Orongo because he keeps doing what he's got to do. Sifu number two, Hollingshead number three. I think that's where I would fall into this. Why? I mean, dude, Hollingshead's a show when he gets to play on the left side, he really is. So he deserves a star without a doubt. Sifu has turned into a completely different player from the opening day this season to where we're at now really uh on a new level with him uh he has stepped up as required uh and arango is a star and the fact that he's not gonna be at the all-star game is an absolute freaking joke uh yeah it's ridiculous so there's my thoughts uh araceli did you give your three stars I did. Of three points to Arango for more of the less the same reasons. He's just been absolutely killing it this season. The second, I have Sifu. 
again, he has just been absolutely great, especially making those run of plays. And lastly, to Hollingshead, he was very impressive, especially in Nashville. He was running deep. He was getting in behind the defense, just kind of being, you know, that little sneak attack and absolutely brilliant. Excellent. Tony, are you in the same boat, sir? Um, Actually, I have Hollingshead as my top performer as number three because he just was there for all the plays, even in affecting it for those two goals. I uh, would say Sifu for his goal and then also his dummy pass for the involving in the second goal as, in the first goal. Sorry. And then um, I would honestly have to say Vela for just the, uh, the assist of uh, placing that to get to be eventually for the uh, quote unquote game winning goal. Which is, it, it's funny. We don't put him as a three star, but we all know that we don't get this result without Carlos Vela. Like mm-hmm. it's as simple as that, but Got to feature the boys, right? Got to reward those who step up in the games. Only fitting. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right. So Nashville loses two to one to us at home. Beautiful things. Momentum. We get to move on to the next, right? On the SKC. But before we get into the SKC, uh, definitely want to hear from you guys, the fans, the supporters, the faithful. Uh, where are you guys on this one? It was good. I want to hear some comments from you. So let's jump into reactions from everybody else and comments of the day. There we go. Here we go. First one in the mix is Burke Fournier. Welcome, sir. He is on. Now, he did have a question. I'm not going to avoid it. We're, we're in the gallery now. Let's go for it. He wants to know our opinion uh, on the LA Times article about LAC blocking ticket renewals. Okay. I guess this is going to cost me a job with the Times. I don't know. But I would just say this. I have no interest in purchasing the Times as long as a certain person who claims to be a journalist writes these kind of drivel. Uh, It's ridiculous. It's a joke. Uh, It's a slant. It's an angle. Uh, Knowing what I know about the ticket situation and the scalping situation going on with our side, especially with certain players that we have signed, it has become ridiculous, ridiculous, even since season one of guys basically buying multiple season tickets, right? They only use one and then like use three of them to resell to make money. That's business, guys. That's not the purpose of a season membership. And yes, I hear people crying about it, losing their season. T- Guess what, man? You're driving it up for all of us. You're making it hard for, for people who actually want to support week in and week out. That's not the spirit of shoulder to shoulder if you're gouging your fellow supporter. That is not shoulder to shoulder. So if we do believe in shoulder to shoulder, we can't go that direction. It's got to be within reason. And from what I have got, it's not once in a while I sell a ticket and, oh, man, they're getting No, this is something where you might be attending 20% of your own matches, right? That's about it. The rest are getting sold off. Hey, you know what? There's others that want to go there game in and game out that actually love this team. They need a shot at it, too, if that's how it's going to be. So, yeah, speculation ain't going to fly with me. It weakens the North End. It weakens the culture. And it actually puts us at odds with each other. Definitely not the vibes of shoulder to shoulder. So if the, let's be honest, writer, the, the host of Corner of the Galaxy wants to write an article in the L.A. Times to take a shot at us, more power to him. It just means I'm not going to waste money on his, his rag of a paper. It's that simple. Uh, he is not a journalist. He does a podcast for the galaxy. He is not at level. He is not acting like a journalist. This is propaganda 
it's all it is to me. Uh, Tony, you want to jump on this dude as well? It's honestly, it's just him trying to just take a dig whenever he can take a dig at us at the end of the day. Um, again, scalping has been a thing since I even started. And it was like I was paying 60 to $80 for supporter tickets just to go to my first season and continue to try to get into the culture. And that's honestly, I know many people who still do that, trying to get in and like, I even have honestly like Bird even judging me like, oh, I'll see you in probably next game or probably on the next home game. He's like, we'll see if I can even afford one. And that's that's something that just sucks because it's just it doesn't help A build the culture, B people who want to be there be there and enjoy what we're putting out as a product. And overall it's it's not great again you can sell your ticket for face value if you can't go for that one game but again these are mo this the whole thing it's multiple offenders that keep doing this over and over and it's just there to make money not because oh i can't make the game hey do you want to take them for face value or even free if you want to do it that way as well uh, you know we get once in a while but you got to understand the people that are getting plugged on this thing it's it's they were given a lot of a lot of freedom here and they just kept doing it so it's on them they own it now well sorry somebody else owns it now uh and so a supporter will get a chance at these tickets i can tell you within the supporter groups like if you sell at an up uptick right to your fellow supporter in your supporter group you'll probably get launched out of the supporter group i mean that is how critical it is it's a ticket exchange you're not making a profit off each other it's not the idea it's not the spirit especially in the north end and of course you guys know that this 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 show is always going to give you a north end perspective so when we see stuff like this yeah forget it man it's a joke i know i know bam's sitting there you want to say something so go for it man i start off by saying the person that wrote that article uh, I never want to see him inside our stadium ever again. I hope that he gets banned for all the biased propaganda that he always puts out about our club. Um, as for the scalpers, I've got I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. If you're there trying to make your yearly salary by scalping these tickets, GTFO out of the club. Plain and simple, GTFO. Go get a skill. Go get a job that pays. Do something. Yeah. This ain't, this ain't a secondary employment right here. Uh, move on. Excellent. All right, let's move on to Wolf. We've said enough for that fool. Let's get on into our one of our boys here. Wolf, welcome, sir. See you on there. Good evening to you. Edge is in the mix. Wondering if the game will be canceled. Araceli, any signs of that? Oh, no. There's no signs of it. They won't cancel it. Nope. Not at all. They'll play it late, right? I mean, they, they, you said they were already moving the time, right? They moved it back a half hour because it was supposed to have started at 7 o'clock central, but now it is the new start time is at 7.30. In my personal opinion, I think it should have been pushed back a lot later, but hey, I, I'm not the league, so I'm, there's nothing we can do about it, unfortunately. Well, I mean, if it gets closer to kickoff and it's looking dangerous, I'm sure they're going to push it, right? I mean, that, that we've seen that with the league before where they've had to push things back for weather-related incidents. So, mm -hmm. so maybe, maybe. So, hey, Al Hopkins is on here. 
Yeah, we'll see. Al, has, Al says we're stronger with Mendez, and it's good to have an MLS vet plus Ecuadorian connection. Good connection. Yes, national player. Um, we made another steal. I guess Philly can go cry about this for an hour, but we made another steal. So good on that. Uh, Bermudez, Mr. Bermudez says rumors B-Rod is being sh uh, shopped by Brazilian club Santos. Could you imagine if he goes to Santos? LSC are asking for $8 million. Yeah, I mean, the rumors that we're hearing are loan, purchase, but Brazil. Um, I mean, it worked for a Tuesta, right? He mm. got to go. <laughs> so you never know. Um, but, you know, I think South America seems like the obvious choice for B-Rod. Uh, it just it makes sense. So if it does happen for him, who knows where we're going to be at on this and how soon we can have him move. The DP slot opens up. Again, we don't know how that's going to play. Uh, we just know that if he's getting shopped, then he's getting shopped. Uh, while he's still here, though, he's still here. And so he's one of ours until that happens. And let's be honest, when he's been playing for us this year, he has been at a higher level than he normally is at. We have no reason to complain with his play at this time. Uh, he's putting in the work. So as long as he's putting in the work, all love from our end. Uh, we only want the best for our guys anyway. So... Good luck to him if that is his his goal, you know. Uh, let's see. Al Hopkins, Chiellini said that the temp in preseason, not during Syria, regular season. Yeah, I mean, there's some extremes for Syria too, right, with the snow as well. So I won't have to deal with a whole lot of that unless we get really late. And I guess this year not too much because the season ends a little earlier. So all good there. Uh, Al Hopkins, Bale was 10 for 10 passing. Dude, he's, he's, he's class, man. Right? We all knew that. Ox is in the mix. Ox, you're going to the game, I understand it. You can throw it out there and invite people in the chat if you'd like that are going there. But, yes, I know you're going to be there. I know you're making that trip uh, from Wichita uh, to, to Kansas City. Kansas, of course. Uh, but, dude, have a good time out there. I know you're going to be visited by a few. Maybe even see Araceli. Maybe, maybe, possibly. So, all good things there. Uh, Carlos C. Hollingshead always looks so good when he's on the left side. Yeah, it's his bread and butter. Uh, that's where he belongs. We just happen to have two starters there. It is what it is. <sighs> yeah, I'm feeling better, Ox. It was pretty rough last week, man. I didn't know what was going on. I think that every everything that could hit you with that thing got me last week. So uh, I'm happy to be up and normal this week. Back in with all you and clear, so... Back to the fun. Back to the fun. Uh, LSU Wolf didn't even get to see the second goal until the replay. Busy watching the raffle at the watch party. <laughs> I heard it was a good raffle. Nice. Uh, Ox says, yeah, not too excited about the weather for this upcoming match. Look forward to being there with my pops and son, hoping for that win. The diehards will be there. Uh, all good to your dad as well. We all love Papa Ox. Uh, great to see him out there with you, man. That is super cool. Uh, LAC Wolf cross from Vela to Holling said, Yep, can't wait to see the Vela Bell connection. Watch out, MLS teams. I can't wait to see the Vela Bell Chicho connection. That's what I can't wait. It was sad to watch Chicho come off while Bell came on because you're like, They could make sweet music together, you know, like, eh. but future, future. Sorry, Kansas City, you get that moment. Oh, uh, let's see. Don giving us some love. Don Frosta, thank you for that. Hit the like button. We need all the love there. 
Uh, Edgar Corral, it's been a heat wave all over the world. Not even UK is safe. Yeah, buckling runways and all that madness. They're melting in the UK. I don't It's It's sad. It is. Uh, Mark Lopez, if B-Rod goes, do we hold his DP for bail next season? I would think that would probably be the story. Um, but, yeah, we still have one, right, to play with. So, yeah, I... I Again, if we're flying with the lineup that we currently have, why mess it up? <laughs> now you got a show. So you're not you don't need much else. Again, central attacking mid would be what I think they might be looking for. But if Sifu keeps playing the way he does, do we really need it? Yeah. Uh oh, Mark Lopez. Thoughts on Vela's Espy. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Top team in the league. Why wouldn't he get the love? Um, yeah, without, without a doubt, he's the consistent one. Now he's healthy. So good on him. Uh, Justin, my cousin out of Omaha. Hope you're feeling better, man. I know you got hit with the same thing as me. Not a fun souvenir to get. Uh, hope you're feeling a little bit better, man. I know it's been rough. Uh, penalty was weak, I think, but wasn't too upset with it. Yeah, uh, again, shirt tug got a little too obvious. So this felt it's because he fell down. If he ran with him that whole time, I, he probably would have got away with it. But because he slipped, that was that. That was it. Uh, Sean Griffin, how about the face price? Um, yeah, well, welcome to inflation. You know, prices go up. I it's it's not fun, but prices do go up. Even for the North End, they went up, um, not by a whole lot, but someone's got to keep the lights on, right? Uh, in in this league, it's not TV that keeps the lights on; it's the actual gate. So things go up, things go up. Al Hopkins, also you see those empty but sold seats? It's because these ticket resell. Yeah, they're ruining it for all of us. I mean, if the ticket's sold, you want to see a butt in the seats. That that it's that simple. So good stuff, Al. Thank you, man, for that. Uh, thank you, Sean, as well. Talking about the face. Again, we want to talk about these things. Good things, guys. Thank you. Uh, Jose Quiros. Normally, I would think SKC would be a, a trap game, but I'm feeling confident LAC will take the three points, especially with Espinosa getting the red card in the last game. Yeah, off air, we were talking about Espinosa because I really, really like Espinosa. I like what he brings to the table. Same with Russell, man. Uh, they, they've got they've got good character players, and Aricelli's going to cover this a little deeper. But yeah, man, having him out of the lineup hurts them big time. And I don't feel like it's like a Vancouver trap game. I feel like we're just gaining steam. It's not like we're trying to rest people. That's for sure. Uh, oh yeah, Mark Lopez. Ooh, ooh, he's bringing up a name we don't like to talk about, but hey, why not? Uh, Mark Lopez says regarding season ticket renewals, I think I remember some of the Pantone people's purchasing North End tickets as an investment for resale. Hopefully, the cleansing does away with that moving forward. Yes, there are people that try to make a living off of reselling LAFC tickets, or at least padding the wallet, I guess, um, at the expense of fellow supporters. Not shoulder to shoulder. Good, good. The Pantone. Mark and I have some history with that whole Pantone thing, where, where yeah, they tried to buy up the North End on us and 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 speculate and get is all kinds of ugly things. But we don't want to go over that. That's done with. We've gone from those people uh, into what we got to do. Smalls in the mix. Good seeing you, Smalls. Smalls Kenobi says scalpers out. Exactly, exactly. They can go to Carson. There's plenty of seats there for them to resell. 
Um, Carlos C, there's a lot of scalping going on. The tickets for the Seattle game have doubled in price from a month ago. Exactly. There's a problem that needs to be fixed, and that is what the team is addressing. Okay. I'm sorry that Mr. Podcast Carson God uh, has issue with us taking care of this problem. I know it's not a problem in Carson, but it is a real problem where there's actually demand in our house. So, yes. Uh, Al Hopkins, one thing about prices when it says, to sell a ticket, Ticketmaster offer promotes these high prices. I, yeah, none of us are going to give love to Ticketmaster, Al. There is no, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. It, yeah. I, again, ticket resellers, ticket brokers, it's all, it's all a game that none of us win at. That's for sure. Uh, Sean says, some of us can't be extending night matches. I mean, that's why we, we sell our tickets. It's, it's the exorbitant ones that are the problem. Um, and that, that's, they're not going after the regular guy that once in a while sells a ticket. This is troublemakers we're dealing with. Uh, Roberto Spinoza, I've literally bought a whole season's worth of tickets from someone who didn't go to a single game, right? And what's the point of that? Why do they need to have them if they're not even going to go to the games? <sighs> yeah, this is frustrating. Well, my, my uh, question for, yeah. for that last mm-hmm. one is how much above face value do you reckon you've paid? Because that's someone that's taken that's taken extra money from you for something that you could have gotten straight from the club. Yeah, I don't want to name names. I mean, I have a friend that wanted to go to see the Galaxy game, and he did pay like for a North End ticket over two hundred bucks. What's the point of that? He went because he loves his team, but dude, two hundred dollars—that's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> edge pantone it's a color we'll just leave it at that it's a color um think dodger blue and go from there and and put it all together but they're not around anymore to worry about that uh ox i don't think it will be a walk in the park but us with us getting the win uh calling it with bale's first goal i'm feeling the goal too man we'll talk about that too i'm feeling it as well man um maybe even a free kick oh that would be glorious that would be glorious. So we'll see. Roberto Espinoza, SKC has been mid since losing Ilya and not having Espinoza is going to hurt. They got a lot missing. Araceli's got the down, like the down low on everything going down. I see. I know it hurts her, right? She has two loves. She loves LAFC. She loves her hometown team, SKC, right? It's tough. She, but she sees the up and downs. And that's why she's here today, guys, to give you the, I know the painful truth, right, Araceli? Uh, and she'll be doing that. Um, all right, Sean. So reach out to your ticket rep, right? Go for it. Go for it. Uh, reach out. You got to. All right. Uh, let's see. Rui Spinoza, it was more than it would have been with the club. Okay. Less than market ticket master prices. All right. Uh, Oh, perfect, Sean. So you are working with your rep. Good. I hope it works out for you, man. If it wasn't the case and they did, they triggered it just because the amount. I hope it gets figured out for you, man. We're we're praying for you, man. If it was a mistake, let's hope they fix it, dude. Without a doubt, that would stink. So I'm praying, man, for sure, for sure. But thanks for staying on here too, because we got to know about those things. Thank you, dude. All right. Any other comments? Or we're going to get back in time. Is it time? Is it time to talk SKC? No, it's time to talk community. Tony, what you got? Because I know there's a lot of viewing parties this weekend. Go for it, man. 
Exactly. Again, we are for some of us who do not want to or aren't able to go to SKC or try to deal with that as Araceli says, the humidity, not the heat, will kill you because she, what were you saying, like 50% like humidity, Araceli? 58%. Yeah. See, exactly. So, possible. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you'll be fine. If you just sit out there for a good half hour, you'll adjust. You'll be okay. I mean, does Adidas make a spacesuit? Because that's just evil. Yeah, exactly. But for the people who aren't, aren't able to go, um, we have a multiple of watch party and joint watch parties that are happening this Saturday. So um, the first one is, of course, our Black Army Brethren is going to be at SP uh, Restaurant Sports Bar at, Tele at Telegraph Road in Santa Springs, California. So we'll always be there until that joint ends up finally going to, uh, I think, Chick-fil-A at the moment when that deal finally closes or stuff like that. So we'll go moving forward from that one. Um, and then here are the multiple of joint uh, watch parties that we have. So we have Crew, Inland em Element, and Empire Boys are going to be at Hangar 24 in Redlands. So they were going to be there, but they are also doing, Crew is also doing a very special event there. They're doing a back to school drive there at their watch parties and up until August 6th. So what they're collecting is color pencils, any school supplies to be donated to help people who, of course, teachers, students, it's a very hard process just to get school supplies. I know it doesn't seem as well as it used to be, but I feel with COVID, with the infl inflation of money moving forward and just the living of costs going way up, it's a lot harder to just get, honestly, deciding between food on the table or a new notebook for a kid. So they'll be doing that up until August 6th. Um, any words on that for you, uh, Joseph, since you are a teacher? Oh, I mean, supplies are always needed. Uh, it's never fun paying for that, especially when you can't really write them off on taxes these days. Um, yeah, no fun, no fun. But if you can support the kids and it's about the kids, man, like they need it, you know, I don't know. Our system isn't, isn't what it should be. Um, the fact that we have to scrounge for supplies is pretty nuts, but this is the world we're in. It is imperfect. Um, and so, yeah, if you can support, please do, you're going to help someone. You will change a life as simple as a pencil can change a life. So, yeah, any little thing helps. I'm telling you, it's really needed out there. So, yeah, good on everybody involved. It's critical. By the way, Hangar 24 in Redlands is awesome. It is a great location. Uh, the beer is on point. Hangar is a nice location. It's huge, um, but really quality beer. Really? Um, <laughs> you'll like it out there. You, really, you will have a great time. And, of course, crew and Inland Empire boys, all excellent, awesome people that I love to hang out with. Uh, yeah, you will not go wrong. Um, if you're in the M Inland Empire, that is definitely the place to go. Um, there's a few others, right, mm -hmm. that you have on there? Exactly. Um, TSG and Carlos are also doing a joint watch party at Beer Gardens at uh, 206 North Western Avenue. And the last one is at the moment is that has been posted is Expos will be at Distro uh, Catrons at uh, Cortorce. Cortorce, mm -hmm. thank you. Uh, 
Escuela 14 at 1835 First uh, Street, Los Angeles, California. And those are the watch parties that have been posted at the moment. We still are missing a couple of our SGs that will be doing them. So I will be uh, posting them the day of the game like I usually do. So you can find your way into one of those. Or, of course, you can always watch them from home. But there's more fun in numbers. Yeah, if I can get to the watch party at SNP, I will get to the watch party in SNP. But you know this world we're in, so I'll do my best. Uh, I know Tony will probably be there, right? Uh, oh yeah, I'll be there. It's been yeah, it's been, fun. yeah. It's, it's been a fun event and stuff like that. Like last one, I was kind of late because I had to come to work, and I was also watching my uh, my COD team win a finally win a major for the first time in their two years of existence. So it was kind of a dual watch. Oh, the LA Thieves. Exactly. Yep. There we go. Good stuff. Good on them. Love it. All right. So we've got our watch parties down, got our community stuff. Uh, it is time to talk to black and gold. Oh, yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got one from Bam. What you got, sir? Yeah. Um, got a little Rossi watch that we haven't done for a while. Ooh. Um, so yesterday he played 72 minutes in Fenerbahce's 0-0 draw away to Dinamo Kiev. Uh, Poland in the Champions League qualification round two. Now, they got the home leg coming up at 10 a.m. on the 27th. The winner then goes on to play SK Strom Gaz from Austria in the third round qualification. The loser goes into Europa League third round qualification. So at some stage, Fenerbahce and Rossi will be playing some group stage Champions League football this year. Against Dynamo Kiev? So they, they played the first game against Dynamo Kiev in the qualifying round. That was okay. a nil-nil away game. They played that in Poland, and they've got the home leg coming up at 10 a.m. on the 27th. Ah, there we go. Good stuff. Thank you, ma'am. Tony? Um, just posted by our, our boy and brother and Jimmy um, from Got Tagged In is um, LAFC Dodger Night is, was – finally announced but with the t-shirt uh, how it looks and it is very rem yep thank you oh there's bam already <laughs> had it queued up for me as well so as you can see the uh on if you want to go back to the pod to see what the shirt's going to be looking like it says dodgers and it has the very emblem in the center like our jerseys and they have lafc on one sleeve and the la dodgers symbol on the other sleeve just yeah. looks a little thanks. bit like the MLB All Star jersey this year, just a little bit, just a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. So, thanks, thanks to Shot and Shotter for posting that. I grabbed it off their um Twitter. So, well, yeah, of course they would because, uh, as we know, J Jonathan from Shoulder Shoulder is a very diehard Dodger fan, and you are a very diehard Wrong fan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if no one wants their shirt, I'll take it. That's nice. <laughs> it looks good. You know what? The baseball jersey a few years back was cool, too. The the uh, white one, that was nice, too. So, mm -hmm. you know, every time we have Dodger Night, it's a lot of fun. A ton of people show up. There's been some great shenanigans in past ones. Um, and the shirts are good quality. So go out there, have a good time. I might I might just be there. I might just be there. That's the uh, thing I haven't done yet still is Dodger Night. I, I need to. Yeah. It's, it's, like I said. it's fun. Yeah, here it's fun, and also we respect our area of like where we're at. We don't make it our own and try to outclass what we're supposed to be. Unlike other I mean, people. <laughs> yeah, we don't get into fights with Kings fans when we go to Kings games. 
I'll just say it. Okay. Um, no, instead, historically, we kind of take what we do and apply it to the Dodgers. Yeah. Right. Not saying about ourselves. Support the home team. That's why you're there. And we've had great times where people be watching the broadcast of the game and they're hearing Dodger chants and like, what is that? In a good way. So who knows? You might be involved in some of those shenanigans if you go. So definitely, if you can, make it out. Have a great time. Again, the faithful will be there. You know you're going to have a great time. Awesome. Now, before we get into the SKC match and get the preview going, of course, we do have the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. For this one, of course, we're dealing with Nashville. We're dealing with Tennessee. If we couldn't find something to do for this one, we have major problems. So we didn't settle on one. We settled on two. It could have been 27, but these are the ones we ran with. The first one, because I'm kind of in this mood lately, Hank Williams. Yeah, the original, the man, okay? Uh, went with Moan in the Blues album, because, uh, dude, why not? Uh, it's an amazing album. Just check it out. No questions. It's good music. Classic music. If you can't get into that vibe, I don't know what's wrong with you. And then the second one we went with was Dolly Parton, because you can't say Tennessee without also thinking of Dolly Parton, right? Uh, we're going with the album Jolene. Yeah, exactly. One of the best songs ever written. Uh, so those are the two that we chose for this one. Uh, Moan in the Blues, playing a team wearing blue this weekend. It just it had a good fit to it, you know. And so that is what we went with this week. Enjoy enjoy your country music. The classics always better than the modern as far as I'm concerned. Maybe it just means I'm old. I don't know. But that's what I like. So good. All right. Let's get into SKC. Bam. <sighs> I'll start with you, and then we'll get... Well, I know Eris was like, man, I got to talk about... Yeah, you got to talk to these guys. Uh, what's going on? What's going on in the last five games for these guys? It's not looking so pretty, is it, Bam? No, the last five games, they've had one win, which was a 2-1 away win to Montreal. Um, they've had one draw, which was a 1-1 draw against the team that put four past Everton, Minnesota, and <laughs> had to throw that in there. And the rest of them have unfortunately been losses. So the last game, which RSL would get into, was a 3-0 loss away to RSL. I mean, it's RSL. What's going on there? So we always give Tony the good, the bad, and the ugly. But guess who gets to start it off this week? Araceli. What's our good, bad, and ugly with SKC this season? Can I lie or do I have to be honest with this? Okay, fine. It... it... It's honestly has just been a horrendous season all around. Uh, Sporting KC has been suffering since the very beginning after losing their main two DPs, Alan Polito and Gadi Kingda, to season-ending injuries. Um, recent, More recently, they lost Courtney Ford uh, till let me bring this up. I had the notes. Here we are. My apologies. They lost him till September 10th because he tested positive for performance enhancement drugs. Roger Espinosa will sit out of this match due to a red card. I mean, the list goes on, honestly. It's just heartbreaking. Either way you look at it, Tim Milia is out with a, sh a shoulder injury. And we've just, <clears throat> excuse me, the club has just been plagued by injuries all season long. 
But there are there is some good news. You we still have uh, Johnny Russell and Daniel Salui in the mix. The club currently signed two new players: striker William Agada from Israel and attacking midfielder Eric Tommy from Germany. However, uh, Tommy just arrived in KC this Tuesday. His first training was last was a uh, yesterday morning. So I do not predict him to make a debut this weekend. Agata did travel with the team to RSL, but did not appear. So there is a chance that he could make his debut. And in goal is 21-year-old goalkeeper John Pulskamp from Bakersfield, who's actually been performing very well um, despite the 3-0 loss in Salt Lake. Pulse can't manage to make six saves in the first half alone, but the second half, I think sporting fans know what happened. Silly mistakes, you get bad results. So, hence the three nil. And currently, as we like to say, you know, LEFC is atop of the table currently, whereas sporting is at the very bottom of the table with 20 points and boasting a record of 5 12. Five, and looking at their past record with their last meetings with LAFC, um, when it comes to playing at Children's Mercy Park, Sporting has fared well against LAFC, posting a 2-1-0 record in just three meetings. But given the the roster and the current state is in, it's looking like LAFC could potentially give Sporting their first Loss at home, just how they delivered Nashville's second loss. So, I mean, you could really spin it either way. I, I'm still expecting a good matchup, but given the injuries, if we don't see, like, Graham Zuzi back in the mix or Andrew Fontas, it's going to be challenging. But th- they are back mm-hmm. now, right? I mean, they're they're going to be available for this match? That hasn't been confirmed. I believe Fontas will be back. Because he had to miss RSL due to yellow card accumulation. Graham Zuzi is still listed as questionable, but he was seen in training this week. So, again, it it's kind of up in the air. They they won't make formal announcements till tomorrow. Okay. So, again, we're not sure what it's going to be, but a lot, a lot of things up in the air. Potential sunrise, sunrise right? Potential good times ahead. With the two new signings, but it just might be a little too little, a little too less. I guess a little too little, a little too late, too little too late. I should say, all over the place with that one. Um, now Russell's probably going to slate to start, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, and then usually they play about a four-one-four-one. Is that is that what we should be expecting again with this this setup? Um, normally, for me, loves to field a four-three-three. He can alter it as he he sees fit if any in, uh, players are injured, unfortunately. But it's primarily always a four-three-three for for. Ew, excuse me, <clears throat> uh, formation with Russell, Salui, and Marianos on top. Okay, okay, so maybe they are going to come at us a little bit harder for this one, especially if if you got to bloody the nose early, right? To to kind of shut things down. But uh, wait and see is not going to work in this game, right? You never know. And as I mentioned, Dina earlier with Pulse Camp, it I, I do see him being in goal 
because I have not heard any update on Melia. Yeah, it sounds pretty rough for him, which is sad. I mean, he's been such a, a major player for SKC and top goalkeeper in this league, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. To hear that he's on the mend isn't isn't so cool. Um, I've had some cool experiences uh, dealing with, with Tim. Gave me his gloves one time. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he's, again, good shot stopper. He tends to have some huge games against us. That's why the record is what it is in Kansas City. So to not have him out there, but I mean, you're, you are like really high on this young keeper though, right? Oh, definitely. Pulse camp has been everywhere this season. They, the club acquired him two seasons ago, I believe. And this season he's been the starter for almost all of the open cup matches, the SKC two games. And most recently the last two, um, he started for the last two for the senior squad. So he's and really well, developed right? well. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. So we're going to see probably a future star. That's what we're dealing with right now. So we shall see what kind of show he puts on. Uh, back line, should we expect uh, the back to be uh, Volodar and uh, Ismate Mirin, right? Uh, Ismat Mirin? Yeah. I, I do expect Ismat to be in the back. Same with Fantas. Um, looking at the last match, they had Pierre and Nick. Nick Ooh, I cannot pronounce his name correctly ever. I'll go by his first Dende? name, Logan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My yeah, apologies. Yeah. I'm, I'm mispronouncing it, but. Probably that. So, uh, Fontos would replace uh, Volator, probably, right? Correct. Okay. And then uh, Rossell is expected to start in the mid, or what do you think it's going to probably look like if you were going to project? I do expect to see Yuri in the midfield because he has been starting for the last few matches. The only real um, difference that I see for the mid, considering Roger is out with a red, is that uh, Felipe Hernandez will be his replacement. Got it. Okay. Man, such a huge loss for them. And then, yeah, Salouy, Salouy. You expect him to be up there, always dangerous. I'm always worried with him because he just he's always seems to be on against us anyway. Uh, so I, you know, if they get one past us, I wouldn't be entirely surprised. It's the matter of them trying to keep it out of their own net, which juggernauts, juggernaut. You know, I, I it's going to be tough for them on the day. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it brings it to us guys and and what to expect from our side. Um, yeah, I mean, is this the day that Bale gets to start, I think, is the big question. Uh, I'll throw it to you, Bam. Is this Bale's first start? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm gonna, the reason why I'm saying no is, obviously, got to factor in the heat and all that. We're going to start with the usual Vela, Chicho, uh, Opoku will be the, the starting up there. And then I can see... A poku coming off for bail. Not Chicho, guys. A poku. A poku. We want we want we want to see that. I'm with you, man. I just want to see the show. I'm being greedy. Blame me. I don't care. I want to see it happen. Um, Tony, your agreement on up top. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I would love to see Bale, but I think I'm gonna say Bale will start, but I I don't want to see him just because it's also like such a hot human game as well for him. So I, and we have a home game on a Friday, so I rather see him start. 
at the bank then start away. There it is. I still have a funny feeling he's going to start. I just, I think the pressure is there. He wants to get out there. He's chomping at the bit, feeling good about it. It gives us 60 good minutes. Y'all going to be happy at the end of it anyway. So, uh, yeah, I'm there. Uh, Midwise, should we expect anything other than Ilie, Sifu, and Acosta? No. Aracel, you think it could be any changes? I don't think there could be any changes. I do see the potential for Ilya starting on the bench, considering he was the one who conceded the penalty. And Uh, I believe Ben said (laughs) that he's one yellow card away from suspension. So, Oh, okay. A good thought there. I mean... Do you risk him with this with with what Seattle next? Big question there. Okay. That could get interesting. I still think he starts anyways, because because we haven't been fearful of yellow card accumulations. We've never hidden from that. You saw what happened against Vancouver. We just throw them out there. If it happens, it happens. Uh backline, I think, is the bigger story. Who the heck starts back there? Uh obviously. No suspensions on the back line this week, right? So left back, Palacios or Hollingshead is the big question. I'm going to say it's Palacios and Hollingshead plays right back for this game. I think that's where my head is at. Tony, your outside back situation, who do you think is going to be on the left? Who do you think is going to be on the right? Uh, Left, Palacios, since we do have him back. And I would probably put Hollingshead just because of his performance in the last game to play on the right. Again, you can kind of move move him with Escobar, but Hollingshead is the start of the right one to do at the moment. We we know they're both going to play. We just don't know who's Mm going to be in the starting lineup, right? I think that's the conversation that we're going to have here. Um, Bam. Hollingshead to start it right back, or you go with Escobar? I'm going Escobar because Hollingshead had the whole 90. So I'm going to say last game. So I'm going to say Escobar. Although Escobar only played 84 minutes and got subbed off, I think I'm going to start with Escobar just because Holland said had that bit extra under his belt. And, and I think Escobar needs meaningful minutes. He looked a little shaky at times just because he's not getting enough minutes, I think. Um, it just helps him to get more time in, and this would be a good lineup to go against for sure. Uh, Araceli, do you think uh, on the outside backs, where, where do you stand? I like to see Segura get the start and bring in Kalini uh, at the half. All right. So you think it's going to be the, the reunion of Segura and Mario in the middle? You never know. Anything is possible. They play so good together, right? I mean, it would, it would make sense, but Kalini getting a start and then not getting a start would be a little bit odd to me. Um, I'll throw it to you, Bam. Who do you have in the middle? Uh, I'm going to go Segura is going to start in the middle instead of Kalini again because of the weather. That's what I'm going to come down to. I'm if unfortunately with the older players, you've got to factor in the weather as well. So if, because of the, the weather, I won't be surprised if Kalini starts on the bench and comes in to shut things down later, maybe. Yeah, you know, we're up three goals. You, we might find us going five at the back. I mean, to be real, though, his distribution was pretty spot on last match. So 
there was some offensive production because of how well he was passing the ball. Uh, it's not like it's going to drop off if he goes out. Um, yeah, having the Segura Murillo uh, reunion would be kind of fun to see again, especially against SKC, natural field. Knowing who we're going to have on both sides of them, it seems like it's going to be a pretty stable lineup, uh, which would make sense. And let's be real, Segura's played well since coming back. He seems to be just fine. So trust is there. Uh, unanimous on Max. I just I don't see him, see him cycling out at this point. Nope. Max starts. No. It's yeah. Yeah. Max. There we go. <laughs> So pretty typical from the lineup. The subs are going to be the better, the, the the bigger debate on who gets to get minutes in this. I have yet to see an SKC game where you wouldn't expect Blessing to get minutes. I mean, dude, it's former home. I would think he's going to get some time there. I think we'd be we'd be ripping off the SKC supporter if they don't get to see him for a few minutes because there's still a lot of love in SKC for Latif Blessing. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised with that one. Uh, Tajuri Shradi now is getting minutes. Uh, don't be surprised if he gets in there. This is the first time he's come off the bench where I guess he hasn't scored, right, guys? Uh, <laughs> it's a thing with him, too. Uh, so we'll see where he goes on that. I thought he put in some decent work for having a long, long layoff last game, so don't be surprised by minutes there. Uh, Apoku, if he doesn't start, then he comes in. Yeah, we'll see there. Vela, I don't expect a full 90 either. Would you guys expect, expect a full 90 from Vela in this weather? Not with no. the game Friday night afterwards, too. It's a short period. Yes, we're back at home, but the next game is... Don't really sound mean to SKC, but it's more important. It's a bigger game. Yeah, and you're trying to keep a team that should be in the playoffs out of the playoffs, and they're struggling to get above the playoff line. And if you can bury a team like, like Seattle... You need to bury said team when they're not on their highest point, right? Running out of options, even though it's only halfway through the season, you got to make it hard for them towards the end. So I'm with you guys on that one. That's the big one for us. Again, we have a little, a little minuscule space at the top, so you can cycle lineups and, and focus on that one. That's for sure. Uh, other subs, I think those kind of make sense. We know the Escobar Hollingshead story. I don't think that ever changes. Yeah, we know our team. Uh, uh, there's no way. Uh, you know they're going to cycle. We have the strength to do so. Is B-Rod available? Have we heard? Is he is he good to go? Um, no official words yet, but personally, why risk it? It's keeping for the... For the, for the Friday match, if you did anything, or the sale, yeah. Well, I find we're we're in a position where, with games being so close to each other, we can go. Yes, you're 100. Yes, you can play, but we're going to leave you here and put you in for the next game. That's what we're going to do. There it is. And could we see a moose sighting? Is that a potential too? I doubt it. Um, with him being out last game, he might be questionable this week. As again, okay. they haven't come out officially yet, but for me, I doubt it. And again, we're in a position where we can keep him out and not risk it. We don't play questionable players. It's just not our thing. So, which makes sense. We have the lineup. So, cool. All right. 
Let's throw it out there with everybody, see where their heads are at on this thing and what else they want to speak about. So let me see here. Let's get into the chat, see what you guys all think. Oh, man, there's some things here. Okay, comment time. (laughs) I'm seeing some funny stuff, so let me throw that out there. Oh, man. Roberto Espinoza says one of his buddies just got North End tickets. He's super stoked. Very happy for him. See someone who's going to use them. There you go. Uh, Ox saying they should offer free water bottles for those attending in KC. I'm with you. I'm with you. We have Wolf saying you like to be a season ticket holder now. Hey, I'm with you, man. There you go. Um, Let's see. We've got... Al talking about Hangar 24 says it's a great beer. Always a good stop before heading anywhere. I like the alt beer. There you go. Uh, let's see. Ox is digging the this shirt for the Dodger game. You love the merch, man. If there was one guy in this world I know that loves anything and everything released by LAFC and the faithful, it's going to be Ox. He always supports the cause. I get you, man. Roberto Espinoza, Dodger LAFC Knights are so cool. For those guys, remember like the first one when Chicolin was running up and down the, the bleachers? That was just epic time, just saying. Uh, Mark Lopez, I'm definitely seeing that the white LAFC Dodger jersey giveaway ruined by a Michelada in the North End. Micheladas ruin everything. I know they're refreshing, guys, but they're not meant to be a projectile. Yeah, my jacket got destroyed by a Michelada. I love that jacket, too. Ooh, Smalls has given us predictions. He's saying we're going to win 3-1 against SKC and Bale scores. Hey, there we go. All right. I like your confidence, sir. Bruno Spinoza, people throw micheladas are the worst. Yeah, they're not doing it right, are they? They're getting it wrong. Yeah, I see Tony with the thumbs up. That's because it usually heads for his head. Capo stands, these things happen. So uh, I get you, man. The red wave of death. We don't want to deal with that. What, what, what people got to realize is goal celebrations are for the cheap beers, the expensive drinks you enjoy. Right. That's why they have the cheap beer before kickoff, right? Like yeah. load up Stop. load up on your, your celebration allotment. You know, there's going to be at least three of them each time we play at home. That's what we do. Uh, so be ready. Just prepare people and not with stuff that's full of red stuff. Oh, Mark's being, oh, it says Araceli filling out all the bingo spaces on the SKC downfall card. <laughs> oh, sorry, Araceli. Mark's having fun with that. Uh, Edge says, no game is easy in MLS. We shouldn't be overly confident. Would hate a trap game. Same here. Same here. We don't have a great record there. So history is not on our side, realistically. I've been there for a loss. That stank, man. <laughs> Last game of the season, I think it was. First season. Yeah, that was the first time I went. Um, let's see. Ox says, let's go. First loss at home for SKC. Two goals by Chicho. Two goals by Sifo. One by Bale. I mean, he's piling on. Uh, most of those with assists by Vela. Ox is confident. Aracely, I think you should take him up on that. Like, he should be able, if he's so confident, at least give you like a one or two goal mulligan. Right? He's got to see some goals if he's so confident. 
I think there's. And I here think I was it. about to tell him on the trick with the water bottles, but I don't know now. <laughs> Man, you're gonna. Oh, poor Ox. He's gonna sweat. You you could have played nice, Ox. You could have played nice. <laughs> I see a bet coming on. Uh, Al Hopkins starts to go to let Chiellini finish it off for come on in half. There we go. Good deal. Uh, let's see. Mark Lopez. Is there a stat on how many subs Dolo uses per game? This is definitely an all sub match. He digs his subs. He's not afraid to use them. He's the second half maestro, right? Like he knows what's going on with these substitutions in the second half. He's been put, he's been, he's been kind of showing off this year. Let's just say that it's always been really good with him. I think there's maybe two games this year where the subs didn't quite work out. Otherwise they've been working out. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Jose Quiro says so far in the transfer market, LASC has been adding reinforcements to expect someone to transfer out. The nature of the beast. Uh, yeah. I mean, Janela's out. So we, we, right. I mean, it's looking like he's out. Kind of obvious, right? He's traveled. He's wearing a shirt. Yeah. So that's one, right? Uh, could B-Rod be the next? Those would make sense if it happens. So, yeah, it's on, man. It's happening. It's happening as we see it, for sure. <laughs> Edgar Corral, buy the $1 water bottles and throw that. Right. It's refreshing. Right, Tony? Water's fine. Water's fine. Just no micheladas. Tony's shaking. I think he wants beer. No, it doesn't matter if it's beer, micheladas, or water. It sucks just because this is why I wear boots in the stands because I need to get grip and it becomes very slippery. I'm surprised you don't have an LFC branded helmet by now. It's called my calf. <laughs> it's called my uh, my uh, LA Kings LAFC hat that I have that it's literally been seen a lot of <laughs> a lot of. Uh, Downfall. The unofficial heart of LAFC cap. Uh, yeah, just yeah. saying. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Could be seeing more of those up here, guys. Just saying. Um, yeah, all good things. Edgar, what he's saying is he's okay if you throw water at him as long as you don't throw the bottle or the cup at him. And me, I'm in the front row. They always come down on me anyway. Just leave the cup with you. Proper etiquette. No micheladas. Hold on to the cup. There it is. Do it at least three times. We'll all be happy. I guess we all get some product for that, right? So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> Roberto Spinoza, you better hydrate. I've been at KC matches. Yeah, man. When it gets humid, it's humid. I've uh, been to get hot games in Omaha, too. Uh, Midwest, don't mess around, man. Water's in the air. That means you got to get water in you. Just be safe. Roberto Espinosa is with you. He wear boots the games to do. I can't. Oof. I'm having all kinds of stuff today. Uh, he says slip-proof, waterproof shoes. He's prepared. So is Tony. I know that's what he wears. And I'm there with my booze knits, like fake sambas doing my thing. And they never slip. So there you go. Uh, Ox. Well, that side of you just loves LASC should help follow fellow black and gold fam. Oh, now he's playing nice and yeah. Oh, throw a Michelot at him. There you go. No, nah, I'm kidding. He's from Wichita. You know that's, that's all I'll say. 
they do have a cool like statue with the fork of the river. It's kind of cool. Um, but it ain't Casey. Casey's a great place to visit. I'll just say that right now. One of my favorite MLS towns to visit. So there. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> and Ox says SKC should still lose. There he is. He's not giving up on this. He really does want to like not have water. He's not into ice, obviously. So there you go. Good stuff, Ox. All right. Any last comments? Oh man, I don't know about this. My my cousin and just my cousin Justin in Omaha would probably be with you on this one, Roberto. He says he needs some LAFC Crocs. Dude, could you imagine the Michelada getting into the Crocs? I, I just don't see it, but okay. Bad visual, I know. Who brought know. Crocs back? That's what I want to know. Why are they a thing not, again? Not me, never me. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Gross. All right. Good, guys. Great for the comments. You guys are amazing. Well done. So that brings us into our final moments here. I know this thing has been like flying through this episode getting good timing getting all kinds of fun going <sighs> but it is that moment you guys have any other comments before we make our final comment anything you want to add into the mix anything to promote guys before we get into it yeah it's checking one thing um the my weekly ref update for this game um it's lucas uh Sazpla. never done an lfc game never done an skc games only done 20 mls games but he's done almost three, almost 66 USL games. So in his career as ref, he's done 94 games, all the way from the USLC playoffs, USL League One, all that kind of stuff. He's very card-friendly. From the 94 games, he's handed out 435 yellow cards, 17 red cards, and 28 penalties. In his 20 MLS appearances, he's given seven penalties and 96 yellow cards. So pre prepare to see a lot of cards flying. He, he likes to make sure he brings them out. I am so sorry, Araceli. I That does not bode well for the team that's going to have to <laughs> take the pressure. Uh, whew, that's a lot of yellow cards. That's that's wild. Okay, so we're gonna see cards, guys. So those who like to do exotic bets, guess what? Have fun because this one's gonna get funky. Look at Bam; he's already shaking his head because he knows what he's doing this weekend. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, the, that's the, wild. The over twenty-five fouls per game, over four yellows, and possible red could make an appearance. So, yeah, definitely. If if you are a gambling person, gamble responsibly. And that's the biggest thing. Just make sure to gamble responsibly. That's for sure. There it is. There it is. All right. So, Bam, since you've already got us on this, I'll give you final comment of the day, sir. Give it. Sir. Final, Here we go. Right. My final comment for the day is, for those that are traveling, go see Araceli. Go say hi. Um, make sure you give Papa Ox lots of water. Don't worry about Ox himself. Um, make sure that you stay safe out there. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. For everyone going to watch party, do not drink and drive. Drink responsibly. Make sure that everyone is having a good time. Let's enjoy yourselves. Let's get the three points and get ready for the game next week. There we are. Thank you, sir. Tony, I'll give you the next one, man. Um, same thing. Follow up. Hydrate if you're going to SKC. 
sucks having heat exhaustion and not being able to like pretty much like function is the best way to say um also um forgot to mention uh our black and Bo black and gold vinyl club is coming up with volume two this friday um at, um on july 22nd from 9 a.m to 2 p uh not 9, 9 p.m to 2 a.m sorry not the other way around sorry my almost said you guys the wrong time at a blipsy bar at 369 northwest avenue in koreatown there is no cover and the deep they have some special guest djs as well as wilton will be djing as well so it should be a fun time to cruise out there if you have something to do it's it's always a good time catch up with some cool vinyl is as well because uh actually where i live up here there's a pizza joint that's called endless color and they right next to it is where you have like all these old vinyls that you can buy off them if you want to as well so that's pretty cool so just to connect the things but let's get those three points if you're gonna be at those watch parties have fun make some new friends see what you and yeah let's get those three points and not have breakfast burritos there we oh yes the breakfast burritos yes uh which brings it to you Araceli. <sighs> final comments <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to everyone who is traveling to town for the game on Saturday. I hear there is a small group that is making the trip. So definitely reach out to me if you have any questions about the city, if you've never been here before and want places to check out, definitely reach out. Um, best way to reach me is through Twitter, Instagram. And just a little quick side note, if anyone is making a trip tomorrow, Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, Jimmy Conrad is back in town and he is hosting a pickup session at UNKC's Durwood Soccer Stadium. So if you want some little match day fun, I highly recommend going to check it out. If anyone remembers Jimmy Conrad, former USMNT, used to play for the Wizards. He retired in 20, oh no, excuse me, 2009, 2010, I believe, somewhere in there. Um, and he's real infamous for bringing orange slices. So, hey, <laughs> I will and be lots. there myself. So, hopefully, see you out there if anything. And I will be uh, tweeting out the information again. So, you know where to find it. If, you're, if anyone is interested, I just thought I'd mention it. And Jimmy Conrad is, is a character. Uh, if you want a good laugh, go hang out with Jimmy Conrad, go kick a ball around. Um, amazing sense of humor, always has something funny to say. Always, yeah, he's a great guy. So, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> easy autograph, too. I'm just saying, um, yeah, definitely a lot of fun. I will say this also the SKC supporters are pure class. I'm gonna throw that out there every time I've gone, I've had a great experience with all of them. Um, usually they're they're doing like a really fun tailgate foods. Good. Uh, they got a lot of beer on tap. Um, and usually very inviting to visiting supporters. Okay. Every time I've gone, they've been very inviting. So, uh, I wouldn't put, yes, Araceli. I, I just want to make a quick note that the, um, the cauldron just announced today that the tailgate will be moved inside the stadium because of the ex oh. excessive heat. So if you're not a Calder member, unfortunately, you cannot attend it. I don't know if they'll make any exceptions for away supporters. Um, someone did reach out to me earlier today if there was any plans for 
any traveling LAFC fans. From what I've heard, I really do not know if there is a plan. So if anybody hears anything, definitely, you know, keep me in the loop and hopefully you can try to figure out something. Thankfully, where the stadium is located, there's plenty of restaurants and breweries that if not the tailgate, we can definitely find somewhere to meet up. Yeah, there, there's great options by the stadium. Um, definitely reach out to your road trip people within the 3252. I'm sure they're going to start up a communication uh, line. They always do. Uh, and keep posted because usually, again, historically, we've had some good relations with with Cauldron supporters um, finding different ways to get everybody covered. So, yeah, if you're traveling, just keep communication up. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, fun trip. I'm telling you, it's, it's a great town to visit. So, yeah, good on everybody making the trip. Happy for all you. Which brings it to me, my final comments. I will say this. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, thank you for, for all that you do, throwing up the comments, throwing up the love to all of us, having a good back and forth at Araceli as well, Ox. Um, yeah, all good things. Keep the banter going. We all love it. We really, really do. Uh, for you going to the watch parties, see you there if we're there. Uh, but definitely support it if you're in the IE. Go to Hangar 24. That's going to be a great time for everybody. We'll keep you posted as more promotions come out, more announcements come out. But definitely we uh, are looking forward to this weekend for sure. Um, on my end, of course, again, thankful, happy to be back and healthy and doing what we do. Uh, we'll just keep doing doing our best and get you ready for this one and the next one as well and going forward as we keep moving forward. All right. Final comments. We've got it all covered, which means final word of the day. I'm going to hit this one in reverse. Araceli, what do we say? Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over